What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Second Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Linares. I'm your other host, Elijah Venencia. The day has finally come. We're going to be talking about albums of the year. You know, we got our top 10. We put out a poll today. We have your guys' uh, top albums of the year. We have, from Mauricio the boy, we got Utopia. From Chris Catron, another Utopia. Cole Carnahan, a third Utopia here. And then we have Lauren, uh, my cousin, your sister. She says SOS by... Um, a SZA, and then Bubsy, I believe it's my cousin Dakota, just on my, would be on my mom's mom's, or my grandma's side, I guess, so no relation to you, more okay. family ties though, we got A Great Chaos by King Carson, um, okay. I'm, I'm excited, yeah, we'll see if some of these picks made it, I mean, I, I think there's one clear one that made it for me at least, I'm not sure about you, but that's, we'll that's what we're, yeah, we have not discussed this at all, so I'm, I'm super excited to get into it. Yeah, today it's like the episode we look forward to all year. This is what we play for. You know what I mean? We play this game to talk about album of the year. We do this podcast to talk album of the year. We listen to music so that we're ready, so that we've heard it all, so that we have a strong opinion when it comes time for December. And it's finally here, finally the day. I'm excited to get into it. We're recording on December 14th. So, hey, if something comes out afterwards, you know, Lauren did give a shout out to SOS by SZA, which came out late in the year last year. So albums like that might get a little rollover. We'll see. We got Kanye West potentially, question mark, dropping tonight, the night we're recording this. So if that's great, hey, maybe next year. So <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah, I love. I would love it to be a great album. So maybe it'll make the 2024 list. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to get into this today. We've been looking forward to it for a year since our last <laughs> 2022 albums of the year episode so excited to get into it you want to kick us off here with your first album yes uh, for my number 10 pick we got offset i gotta show some love to offset we got set it off um you know i feel like for any it really any of the three amigos or now yes just quavo and offset r.i.p to take off of course i feel like you're gonna get you know a pretty pretty elite level production and then the features are gonna go crazy um Say My Grace with Travis Scott. That's a phenomenal track, worth it. Uh, the one with Future as well. So, I mean, he I, Offset really did his thing here. This is probably my favorite solo album. Obviously, he has, you know, the Without Warning stuff, which would clear any of the stuff that in here, or, you know, I guess clear any of the other stuff he's done. But this is more of a solo thing here. Um, so, yeah, it comes in at number 10 for me. Okay. I had a tough time narrowing it to 10 i'll be honest we've kind of talked about you know 2023 feels like it's lacking a little bit i kind of felt that but then when we got to you know really narrowing it down and looking at the year i think we had a pretty good year i think we got a strong batch of albums i'm gonna be honest last minute change i had 11 and then i switched the 11 and 10 so coming in at number 10 we got katra mine katra nada amine collab album it's an amazing album. They really have such good chemistry. Katrinata always comes through with just an amazing vibe with his production. Mm -hmm. And then Amine just fit it perfectly with his style. They, you know, had a couple of random features from like Big Sean, Freddie Gibbs, a couple other people throughout the album. But all around, it was a great project. Forever, when it dropped, I was like, this is going to be uh -huh. an amazing album. Then you get Rebuke, which is another great single those two ended up being two of my favorite songs, but there's definitely a lot of other good songs throughout the project, like West side, like master P with big Sean, like let's talk about it with Freddie Gibbs. 
I do feel like I gravitate to the individual songs on the first half of the album a little bit more. Like if I'm just listening to one, it's going to be from the first half. It's a shorter project though. So I definitely do enjoy listening to the album in full. It's a great listen. It's not too long. And Ketronado, like I said, he just comes through with the vibe and he's just always going to keep your interest. Like it could be an hour and 10 minutes. It could be 35 minutes and it's just going to be interesting. You know that. And Amina showed some versatility here as well. It's a great project, so definitely recommend it if you haven't heard this one. Yeah, a phenomenal summer project. Uh, we had, I can't remember exactly which track made it on our summer playlist, but uh, it just fit, the whole entire album fits the vibe. So mm-hmm. um, moving on to my next pick here, you may have to correct me on pronunciation here. We got Lahai or Lehi from uh, Samfa. Uh, I mean, he, he doesn't miss. Like any music he puts out is is such a fucking phenomenal vibe. The only reason it came in at nine for me, I'm sure we're going to talk about it a little bit more or a little bit later with you. I think it's going to be a little bit Maybe. higher up. I think um, it just, it didn't get, get as much bump for me. So, you know, I kind of tried to go with what I was playing along with, you know, the quality of music here and quality here is top tier. So I feel that we will be talking about it later. I'll say that at my number nine here, it's going to be a shock. I think it's going to disappoint some people from Instagram at number nine, I have Utopia by Travis Scott. Yeah, I this is one we we didn't we didn't talk about it too much. You know, I I called my shot earlier in the year. So I mean, if you if we were or if you were listening, I mean, a few months ago before Utopia dropped, you know where it's going to come for me. But we we didn't talk about it too much. I want to hear hear reasoning why or you know why you have it at nine. I like Utopia a lot. I think it's a very good project. You know, it was worth the wait from Travis. I will say, he has consistently beat expectations, which is very tough to do. He beat the expectations or at least met them with Astroworld. And he did the same thing here. He was coming back from, you know, a tragedy and a pretty long hiatus with no music. And he delivered. It's a great project. It is. Um, There's a couple misses for me throughout that, you know, lower it a little bit. Um, Topia Twins, I don't love. Mm -hmm. I don't love. Uh, the one with Bad Bunny and the weekend, K-pop. There, there's just a couple throughout that I'm I'm just a little iffy on. It's a great project, though. It has My Eyes, which is like one of the best songs of the year, one of Travis's best. It has great features. You know, you got Tizo Touchdown on Modern Jam. You got SZA on Telekinesis. Great project. Future on Telekinesis as well. It is a good project. I love it. Uh, I was bumping it heavy when it first dropped, but then I kind of fell off of it a little mm-hmm. bit. Don't know if I like made myself sick of it, but I did listen to it a pretty good amount when it first dropped to the point where I was like, Travis Scott's going to be like in my top five on Spotify wrapped. <laughs> that was not the case. I will say though, it's probably the best mainstream rap album of the year. Mm-hmm. Like everything else I'm going to really get into is like not as accessible. Not everybody listens to. So, you know, I definitely understand if you have it higher, but I think you'll maybe uh, understand my reasoning with them, some of the other picks too. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, it's it's lists are subjective and everything. Respect every pick. So hey, I'm just glad to see it make the top 10. So yes, sir. Uh for my number eight pick here, we have you, you know, you you were saying we weren't gonna you didn't know how many we're gonna have. You're thinking maybe one. I know this is probably another one you have on your list here. We got larger than life by Brooke Fias. Uh, so for this one here, it's the features here are crazy, and then I mean he does his thing. I'd say I lean Wasteland a little bit more personally. Uh, we just had, you know, talked about Wasteland last night. We had a little drive back from uh, Bloomington. 
Uh, but then, I mean, more phenomenal features by Rocky, uh, Babyface Ray. Uh, Babyface Ray, every time he, he sneaks into uh, Babytron projects or stuff like that, he kills it. I don't really go out of my way to listen to him too much solo, but I mean, I may have to because he, he kills it on every feature I hear him on. So, but I mean, shout out Brent Fias. Um, best time as well. That's got to be my favorite one on the track or the, the album. So it's a good project, but it's not going to be on my list. You okay, know, yeah, you I, said you know. that it, you thought it would. Um, it's funny though, like you said, we were talking about Wasteland, and I said that was probably my biggest regret was not having it on my top 10 last year. And maybe I'll feel the same way about Larger Than Life in you know three months, but right now it's just not doing it for me like some of these other projects on my list. I love some songs on it, but it's just kind of a little inconsistent for me, like it just doesn't hit as hard as some of the other brett projects but there are definitely some great songs um so i'm definitely not mad at it being on there it's definitely a great great project but just got a couple above it so let's get in my next one here we got mid-air by paris texas i've been big on paris texas for a minute they've been like one of my people that i'm most anticipating their blow up like they have such a unique style such good energy that i just like really think that they're going to be huge one day every year we've done our artists we think are going to blow up episode and they've been i think on my list both years and this is the project that i i don't think it really like blew them up but Mm -hmm. it shows what they can do the best of any project they put out Mm -hmm. it shows a little bit of versatility you know like i said they always do come with the energy they come with like the almost rock style sometimes and it sounds great but then they can show they can do different things as well. Like on songs, D&D, Everybody's Safe Until. It's a great project. D&D with Kenny Mason, probably my standout from that. One of my favorite tracks of the year. It's great. Um, I just I love another detail. And that is they have a song called Lana Del Rey because she has a song called Paris, Texas. Just a little fire moment there. It's a good project. Uh, one that might have flown under the radar for some people, but it shouldn't. You should definitely give this one a listen. Uh, that I, that's such a huge thing for for both of us here. I, I and I mean me personally, I will say it's like whenever you're able to do you know so many different avenues and everything, you know, have a little rock influence, have a little rage here, more more trap focused stuff like that. It it always I just have so much more respect because I I just hate hearing the same thing. You know, from I feel like a lot of the, some of the mainstream artists. I'm not gonna you know say anything or call it anything too specific, but I feel like a lot of it becomes repetitive sounds the same so i mean i do agree with you here it's i like to see the versatility so yeah definitely they always do come with that energy and i feel like that is their like thing but they show some other signs too which that definitely cemented in my top 10 and i i was really big on it at first then i kind of fell off it for a little bit but then like getting ready for this week i was like it's got to be on the list so shout out to my boy kojo and no label man he was he was bumping it big too and that's another like core memory so i, I feel like i had to have it here yeah, it's so whenever you have like albums associated with specific people or specific memories, it's just such a dope yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, speaking of energy, though, you know, I was going to transition right off whenever you had said it last, but I had thrown out my little piece there. Uh, King Carson, King Carson brought the energy on a great chaos, you know, and it's it's been really uh, kind of if you've listened from the beginning, you know, I wasn't really rocking with uh, Playboy Cardi or Yeet or, you know, the Rage type. But this has been my favorite Rage album so far. I mean, I would definitely categorize it in, in Rage, I guess. Um, yeah, Destroy Lonely, Ken Carson. I, I love that duo. I, I love how they all the, the Rage artists, you know, or the Opium label, they kind of all very close-knit. 
So um, it was good to see those features on there. Nightcore. Nightcore is going to be my favorite track on the on the project. Shout out Bubsy. Shout out Dakota. I'm going to see him this weekend. So I'm going to talk. We'll see what he's feeling. You know, maybe I'll come back next Monday with okay. uh, with his favorite pick. So, but I love it. Uh, to finish it off, I mean, it didn't feel like too much of a step because, you know, it's kind of, it kind of stayed in that rage avenue, but it, it was, it was a step from Ken Carson. Like this is a very good project. Ken Carson, somebody, you know, I don't give enough respect. I don't really even give enough of respect when I'm listening. I gotta, you know, probably give this another look, but it's not gonna be on my list, but I respect the pick. And it's funny. You talk about energy a lot throughout that pick because I'm going with the exact opposite of energy with my pick here at number seven. I got ganger by V's. This is like the exact opposite of energy. He's just, he sounds borderline like lazy when he's rapping. He's got just such like a slow slurred, just drawl. I just love it though. He just says some fun stuff. Sometimes he just sounds good on the beats he's rapping on. I enjoy it for what it is. It's probably not the most like boundary pushing album or anything, but it's just good to listen to. I just like throwing it on. I love songs like Not a Drill, Tony Hawk, one of my favorites in the year, Safe 2. It's just, I just love it. It's just a good one to throw on. It's, you know, fairly unique. I would say shout out to Detroit. You were giving some love to Babyface Ray earlier too. So you got to give my love to uh, another Detroit rapper. Yeah, I mean, we we talk, we bring up Detroit a lot. You you got the Tron. I mean, Big Sean even did his thing back in the day. So I mean, Detroit may may be up there in our cities that that we're fucking with, that we're valid in. So sneaky, um, yeah, yeah. No, it it's not really. But like, if you really think about it, we we're talking about Baby Tron quite a bit. Big Sean gets his mentions here, there, V's now, and then Babyface Ray. So Detroit, if you're listening, we got love for y'all. Yes, sir. Uh, for my number six one, this is one, if you would have told me when this album released that I was making it, I would have called you crazy, but I was kind of, I've kind of been forced into growing into this one. We got for all the dogs. Ooh, okay. Okay. So, so, you know, this is one initially I wasn't feeling, feeling too crazy about, but so where I work at, you know, I just have my head, I'm able to have a headphone in sneakily put put a hat down so they can't see the headphone. But so with that, you know, you're not really supposed to be on your phone or anything like that. I I can't skip the tracks. So I sometimes I'll do it with Siri, but you know, this is one where a lot of these tracks keep coming up and they they were playing quite a bit. And I was like, okay, I'm I'm starting to feel these more and more each time. And then with the scary hours edition, so I'll kind of put like an asterisk and have that in there as well. That's really what solidified it for me. Um, but man, like Virginia beach, that is such a fucking track, uh, calling mm-hmm. for you with 21 Savage, the track with Tizo touchdown, the one with Yeet, seven, nine, six, nine Santa. So this is one where I'm bumping it a lot more. So I kind of got to give it that nod there. And it's one, you know, when we did a review, I said it could grow on me and it has. So shout out Drake, shout out the boy. I feel like that's the thing with these Drake projects that everybody always talks about. Like you come around years later and say it's a sleeper, like. You know, you came around months later and said I was a sleeper. Uh, people were sleeping on for all the dogs. I definitely think the Scary Hours version helped it out. Like without Scary Hours, I'm like, eh, you know, it's cool. But seeing Drake work with some of these different producers, different sounds, he came through with very strong rapping on the Scary Hours version. So, you know, I'm not, it's not gonna be on my list, but it's very solid. Um, Virginia Beach, I was bumping that heavy the past yeah. week. So yeah, I like that. I'm glad you gave that a shout out. 
All right, at number six, we got my next album, which is going to be Space Heavy by King Cruel. King Cruel was like, I think my number three most listened to artist on Spotify rap this year. He's somebody that doesn't get enough love. He's hard to put in a box. I feel like he just works with so many different sounds, again, to go with the versatility. He kind of sounds the same, but he takes so many different like styles and influences to make his own sound. It's very unique. It's always going to be great instrumentation. The music is always going to be great. His voice it just gives a certain vibe. He's got, you know, interesting lyrics. It's just great. Um, It's a weird album because there's not really like a standout track where I'm like, that's the one. It's just a good album. Like it's a great full listen. There's a couple tracks that I do go back to a little bit more, but it's not like, wow, these are like way, way better. I love if only it was warmth, flimsier C4. That was a single. Those are all good tracks. Um, the cover gives me a vibe. It's kind of like you're like on a planet or you're like in an ocean. Like it kind of looks like waves. It kind of looks like you'd be like a planet and it just feels like you're alone in this like dark moody vibe. And the music definitely fits that. Like it just kind of puts you in a certain atmosphere and it's a unique listen would definitely recommend. So, I mean, talking covers, you know, I'm going to covers really do. It's like a book cover. It kind of sets the tone. Uh, you're not supposed to judge a book off its cover, but I mean, I feel like for music, it, it's got to give that correct vibe. And this one here, you mentioned Don Tolliver last night. We got for my number five mm-hmm. pick. This is the uh, Lovesick. Lovesick, of course, is, is the project name, but I don't know how to how to explain how it fits the vibe perfectly, but it just looks like a Don Tolliver um, album cover. And I mean... This is one, I don't even know, I don't think I was, I wouldn't say I was bumping it crazy at the time. I think it had its tracks, you know, uh, what we had no pole on there, the For Me with Caliuchis, that's another good one. The track with Brent Fias. So, I mean, we're getting crazy features here and stuff, but this is one where progressively throughout the year, I'm you know, picking up on more tracks. It's, you know, I'm finding more appreciation each time I listen. Um, so, I mean, ultimately that's why it made the list. Uh, shout out Cinderella though. That's gotta be my favorite track on the album. So. Fire. It's a good project. I feel like almost the exact opposite though. Like I was bumping it real heavy when it first dropped. Mm-hmm. Bus Stop with Brent was definitely one I was bumping all year. But at first, you know, I was bumping Honeymoon. I was bumping Leave the Club. There's a lot of good ones on this project. I like you have it here. Private Landing, another one um, I was really loving. It's not going to be on my list, but I do really enjoy this project. And definitely songs I go back to to this day. At my number five I got Voir Deer by Earl Sweatshirt and the Alchemist. This is like a rap fan's dream. You get one of the most talented rappers with one of the most talented producers, and they deliver everything you would ever hope. People have been looking for years online for that secret Earl Sweatshirt Alchemist project that's on YouTube that's been out, but nobody knows about it because it's not under their real names. And if this is that project, it delivered everything everybody's been looking for. Um, you got great features from Vince Staples and Mike throughout it. It also like randomly dropped on an NFT site or something where you could like, you just had to make an account and you listen to it, but it wasn't like on streaming services for a minute. And I was like, I'm not listening to it's on streaming services, but uh-huh. I should have because I missed out on this album for like a month. It's just a great project. Heat Check, Mac Deuce, Vin Scully. Those are probably like my three favorites. Um, the singles that dropped before the album are all great too. It's a short project. It's only 26 minutes, but the production is so interesting. Alchemist comes through with like these crazy samples. Earl's going to come through with just great lyricism. 
and it's just a very quick listen but you're just like so engaged for those 26 minutes so do a lot of different things but it's great i love that you labeled it like a like a true rap fan or you know that that avenue that that's their dream like that is, those are two two great artists just collabing on that uh so um not one i've listened to too too much so maybe you'll have to give it a little more more bump now this your top five yeah at least the one with vince you got to go back for the ones with vince all right all right i got you uh for my number four here you know we've been talking about doing being being able to do different stuff go different lanes you got low yachty this is a very surprising project at the time it was it was getting crazy crazy bump at the time just because of how different it was it's almost i mean i'd say more alternative for sure it's, it has you know, a little rock mm-hmm. vibe to it almost um, so, I mean, I just have so much appreciation that Yachty just went out and did something just completely, completely different. Um, this is one, you know, what, which one made it, uh, was it pretty that made our summer playlist? I think so. Uh-huh. Um, drive me crazy so, or something. One of them. Yeah. And like, it's another one, you know, every time I, I'm getting more appreciation for a different track each time around. Um, so I, I really just. I just have so much, so much more like appreciation or gives it, gives it the extra bump. Cause Yachty just went out and did something completely unexpected almost. So hundred percent Yachty. I've been a fan, but he gained so much respect this year. Okay. He did something different that nobody would have expected. And he delivered beyond everybody's expectations. And even beyond that, he's just had a great year rap wise. So mm-hmm. yeah, he's been doing his thing. I love it. It was definitely one of my favorite, like, first lessons I had this year. Like, I was just like, wow, this is, like, what music is all about. Like, finding something new, hearing somebody that you think you know do something totally different. So, I loved it. Great project. Um, but, yeah, let's move on here to my next pick. At number four, I got Scaring the Hose by JPEG Mafia and Danny Brown. I mean, the title says everything you need to know. This is like rap's two biggest weirdos just being weirdos for a project. JPEG Mafia is a killer on the production. These samples are just crazy. He samples Khalees' song Milkshake on a track. I mean, it's just so good. Danny Brown and JPEG Mafia both are just so interesting. Danny has, you know, his unique voice. They both say unique things on the tracks. Um, it's just a great project all around. It's a great listen. I think we both have talked about the point that it's one of those projects where you just, if you listen to one song, you want to hear the whole thing. And you just kind of get into that world for the length of the project. And it is great. I love songs like Perfect. Kingdom Hearts Key with Red Veil is so cool. Having him as the only feature. He's like one of the most like promising, interesting up and coming rappers. It's not like huge, but he's getting love from all these vets. So it's great to see. Great to have him on that. fentanyl tester that's the one with the Khalees sample it's just great all the titles are unique uh i'll probably give the titles second most interesting of the year only to andre 2000's album <laughs> yeah th- no those were those were different didn't make my my 10 there um that is that's one i fumbled on i i don't typically do honorable mentions but i i gotta throw them in there i don't jonathan has some honorable mentions lined up i didn't oh, yeah. do any last year i didn't plan <laughs> on doing any this year so shout out Janie Brown and JPEG Mafia. Um, and it ultimately, Step of Pig ended up being a top five song in my Apple replay. So Fire. Um, that one, that yeah, one's a banger. That, yeah, it just sets the energy for the album. So uh, for my number three pick here, we got And Then You Pray For Me by West Side Gun. 
This mm. is one I, I I hope it made your list. I'm not sure if it did. We kind of discussed it last last night, but you know, going back more as as like Frame for Paris is significantly better. Um, but this is one that has not left the rotation whatsoever. And uh, you pull up exactly what I got. So Kitchen Lights, obviously phenomenal fucking track. Mm. Um, I'm I not gonna it. get too too much into it. Um, but then uh, Costas, that's just a fucking banger. I feel like those are the ones that are getting talked about the most, you know, like a lot of people I've seen online, you know, it's not people saying not much past that, but Jalen Rose with Boldy James, that's fire. The track with Denzel Curry, United Griselda, that was fire as well. House of Glory. Uh, I love West Side Gun's part in there. So this was kind of, I was telling Jonathan, you know, I'm, I'm getting a little more into Griselda now. So I think mm. by, by next year, I'll be a full-time member. So um, this is the it. one that did it for me though. I love it uh spoiler alert it's not gonna make my list talking about it yesterday i was like we could it could it has a chance definitely we get honorable mention it's in that category i like it a lot there's definitely very very standout tracks for me kitchen lights like you said costas and i love you give jalen rose that shout out because you know i love boldy he's one of my favorites so that's one of my favorite tracks for sure it's a good project i really enjoy it but i feel like I don't go back to it as much. I just go back to the songs I really like. Um, so it's a good project, but not going to be on my list today. At number three, I got Forward by Jordan Ward. I love this one so much. I've been a fan of Jordan Ward for a minute. I had heard San Diego and Hibachi. And then, you know, he started to kind of blow up a little bit on TikTok with Lil Baby Crush, which is a great song as well. But he finally put out that full project that really kind of showed everything he'd been hinting at that he could do. And it's a great project. I love the multiple meanings between forward, you know, it's, it's forward himself, mm -hmm. it's fourth, his project, and then forward, you know, progression. And I think it is exactly that, you know, he's growing, he's showing what he's capable of. He got a cosign from Tyler on white Crocs, which was a crazy moment. And that is a great track, but Fam Jam 4000, that's my one. I love this track so much. Probably my track of the year. I love it. It's If not number one, it's top three, no question. There's other great tracks. Cherimoya, Price Tag Beverly, IDC with Junie, Crazy. The title track, Forward. You know, it's just a great project, man. I can't wait to see what's next for him. He's really like one of those people that I see is going to like be a big, big, player in the next generation yeah and you, you caught a flight with jordan ward this year correct i, I did okay, yeah, I was like, yeah I was like, correct me if i'm wrong but yeah so i mean you're on the private plane you hopped on with him so yeah i expect yeah, you like show love yeah i guess i'll talk about that now because this is timely but yeah i was you know on the flight i had a connecting flight on the way back from boston between indianapolis and chicago and i was listening to my music you know i was a headphone on the airport you know i was just walking and we had to get off the plane and get back on the plane um, to go to Chicago. And so I'm just walking around with my headphones on, you know, listen to my music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm listening to Fam Jam 4000 by Jordan Ward. And I'm walking onto the plane, walking down the aisle. And I just look and I see him and I'm like, Jordan Ward, what is he doing in Indianapolis? And that just blew my mind. I 
was not a hundred percent convinced it was him. But in that moment, I was really thinking how cold would it have been if I just like flashed my phone screen of me listening to his album. Oh, that uh, would have yeah, been such a just a, a slick yeah. move. It would have been so cool of me, but I did not do that because I was like not a hundred percent sure it was him. But then I went to his Instagram real quick before we took off and I saw he was at a show in Indianapolis the night before. So I was like, okay, it's definitely him. Um, so then after the we got off, I went up to him and I was like, yo, what's good? Big fan. So got a picture with him fire moment if his album wasn't going to be up here before then i think i think that kind of yeah, cemented it yeah. but i it was going to be up there before because it has some of my favorite tracks of the year so i love this one moving on to my number two album of the year we got one we got the boy gonna mm. a gift and a curse man gonna did his thing this is one uh it's still working at at&t at the time i i i was it was i had a weird period of time where i'd wake up like at like 6 37 so i usually would i don't usually make it to the releases i go to bed about 10 ish um before and so I, I woke up i was like you know what i can't fall asleep i got some time to kill let me get in the car and go listen to this gunna album this gunna project that dropped it's same week as young thug so gunna got the first listen mm. and man did this album not fucking disappoint like this is one still to this day like back to the moon bread and butter that was the single beforehand rodeo drive fuck you mean was huge like gonna gonna beat the wash or not the wash he beat the the rat allegations with the with this project here like you you don't see a peep from or i guess somewhat still but definitely not as apparent as it was beforehand and uh i saw somebody was commented on the complex thing of them calling it the album of the year they're like gonna gonna beat the the rat allegations with this one so i mean that's that says all it needs to so um shout out gonna last year he had drip season four and i mean we may have to start having a conversation about gunner you know being in that top top group and this new generation you know with associated with baby keem travis scott guys like that or that are that top tier next generation so yeah i think he's shown a lot of people what he can do over the past couple years he's been putting out hits consistently for a minute the thing i was most impressed seeing him do this year was at his concert he doesn't use like a backing track. Like he just has mm. the beat and then he raps over. He doesn't have his recorded audio play, which that's very impressive. I love when a rapper can do that. I think that just shows how seriously he's taken his career and, you know, how much he's putting himself out there with these shows and trying to get better. And, you know, you love to see it. I would imagine that earlier in his career, he was probably using backing audio, but Hey, now he's showing that he's a rising star, if not a superstar and he is deserving of that. So got my respect that was cool um yeah good project let's move on here to my number two i got never enough by daniel caesar i thought this would be my number one for a minute i really did i really enjoyed it i was very excited leading up to it songs like valentina songs like let me go do you like me those singles they really really set the tone for me like i've never been as excited for a daniel caesar album i'd been saying it like all the weeks leading up to its release i was like oh my god i love it i'm so excited and i'd never felt like that before a daniel caesar project like i'd give them them listens i'd really liked them but there was nothing where i was like oh i'm ready for this to drop and then that first listen like exceeded all expectations because beyond the singles we had songs like toronto 2014 we had cool we had always shot my baby pain is inevitable this is like the definition of like timeless music like this stuff is going to age so well it's just like great r&b soul vibes you know it just delivers um i love it i think there's like no misses on this project it just narrowly got edged out 
it's a great cohesive project um valentina was like one of my top five most listened to songs of the year on my spotify wrapped so i've definitely been loving this one listening to this one a lot but just got beat out by one album i'm curious to see your one but this is like uh you know the, it didn't end up making my list but it's just a beautiful project it gives me like oh seven oh shake like I'm not playing yeah. this in front of the fucking boys and shit, but once the yeah. headphones are in, like, God damn, this shit is hitting. So uh, shout out Daniel Caesar. Uh, for my number one here, called my shot I mean, months ago. We got Utopia. Um, I mean, you've you already I mean, talked about it pretty well, but I mean, just to exceed those expectations is just so fucking huge. And he's done it two times in a row. Astroworld, the hype for Astroworld was fucking insane. And um, I mean, I'd say he he surpassed expectations there and then this one here uh you got utopia this is one where i felt like it's not it still feels like travis scott but it's just different enough from everything else that he's done to i mean you know warrant um you know all the hype it's gotten you know you have my eyes till further notice another banger you then you have the fucking hard hitters meltdown um you like you said you got you're fiend, not, baby fiends another good one i just put the the vinyl on the other day and it has it has shack west verse on there so that mm. that's fired I, I love the little details like that that's kind of what really stamped it there was listening to it on on vinyl on wax i don't get to do that a lot of the time before like the albums of the year you know some of them let's see i think i didn't even have ramona park last year um or um Mr. Morale. So I didn't get to play those on wax, but that's really what stamped it there. Um, yeah, Travis Scott, man, he he did his shit. Like every time I bring it up or talk about it with anyone, just how hard it was to to meet expectations for this. And then I mean I'd say exceed. So shout out Travis, man. I mean, he's four for four with uh two classics for sure, and then two very good albums as well. So we'll see how Utopia ages to see if he gets that third nod for a classic. That was, you know, all around great points. I really do enjoy it. I don't want it to seem like I don't, you know, it's in my top 10. I, I really like it. And like I said, it probably is the best rap album of the mainstream of the year. So yeah, I, at number one, I'm not mad at it. It's a great project. Definitely got songs I'm going back to. And yeah, I'm excited to get in my number one though. We talked about it earlier. You had it. You said I was going to have it. I said I was going to have it. Number one got lahai by sampha amazing album i have been waiting for this one for six years since we got process process is one of my all-time favorite albums i think i included it in the episode where we said what albums we would pick to go on a deserted island with us like our top 10 or whatever i picked process i don't think it's possible for sampha to miss his style his vocal performance it just is great music like he cannot miss it's just like such a comforting album his voice just is gentle but it just like makes me feel something it's great and then he's like singing over these like almost electronic type production at some points man when i heard spirit 2.0 for the first time like i literally had tears in my eyes like the between the weight and how great of a song it was oh my like i was just emotional damn near because i was just so happy that I was hearing this music and I was obsessed with the album. I listened to it. I'll say at least five times a day it dropped and probably like within the first week, like 12, 15 times. I love it so much. Um, 
I didn't think anything was going to top Spirit 2.0, but then we listened to the album and then <laughs> Dancing Circles. Oh my God, I love that. I love Jonathan L. Siegel. I love Suspended. It's just a crazy project. It's, again, not a very long project. It's a very cohesive project, 41-minute runtime. That's, again, another reason why it's just so easy to just run through the whole album. But, man, it is just such a great body of work. I said this about Daniel Caesar, but it is truly, like, timeless music. Like, Sampha's music should live forever. And I think people 25 years from now, 40 years from now, they'll be appreciating this music, like, I don't want to put it up in this category because it is such high praise, but this is like Stevie wonder level of like timeless to me. Like you can hear a Stevie wonder song now and you're like, this is amazing. This is, I prefer this to music that's coming out today at some point. And I think people could be saying that about Sanfa one day. He's been killing it. He's been active, you know, with features and stuff the past couple of years, but getting that full body of work, it was worth the wait. And again, you know, we talked about with Travis is a very tough thing to do especially with six years, he's never been one to really put out like a lot of music. Mm -hmm. Even when he puts out projects, they're shorter projects, but I will literally never complain because every time he does drop, it is like an immaculate body of work. Mm -hmm. And that's what we got here. Yeah. And I mean, anything he's featured on even is just phenomenal. Like if he were, and I don't want to say like, to put out more music or stuff like that, but like you, it's already timeless stuff. But I mean, if he were to, I mean, I guess drop a little more consistently or, you know, kind of get that public like viewing, I guess, like he would, I mean, he, and he is one of the best artists in the game, but like, I mean, people would have crazy conversations about him and it's just, it's almost kind of sad to see that he doesn't get like the exposure that he's deserving, that he's deserving of. Um, but like you said, like it's timeless. I love the I love the Stevie Wonder comparison because it's like you could show this to your kids in 40 years, or your grandkids even. I mean, at that point, and like it's just it's beautiful music. So shout out Sampha, Sampha. Um, yeah, I mean, he just does his thing every single time. Does not mm-hmm. fucking miss. So um, no. and he's I I don't want to say uh, he's not in the mainstream. I a top top artist, but I mean he is he's 100 up there as I mean, potentially one of the greatest artists of our generation. So a hundred percent. And I feel like he does get a lot of respect, like for his features, you know, people are always going to notice him for even like 44, 22 of more life or St. Pablo or too much, much. you know, obviously he was on my eyes as well. He's been on a lot of big songs with a lot of big artists. And there's a reason that they're going to Sampha when they need a vocal performance that is mm-hmm. a moment on their project. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like people are definitely, you know, giving him a lot of love for his features, but as a solo artist, oh, it is like it's... just as good, if not better, which no, is saying it... something because those features are crazy as well. Yeah. And it's just his quality. Every time it is at that same level, fucking right at the top, right at the, I mean, as, as good as it's going to get. So. Yeah, and it is funny because you said you called your shot that same moment I did call my shot that it was going to be Sampa as well. So, got to say that. It's funny that we both said that. I When I listened to it for the first time, I was like, I remember that I said that, and I was like, I don't want to just say it's number one because I said it was going to be number one. Mm-hmm. Listen, number two, gave me no doubt that it deserved to be yeah. number one. So, yeah, shout out to Sampha this album is beautiful everybody give us one to listen if you have not um you will thank me later 
but yeah, I always have honorable mentions. I know you said I was going to, I do. Do you have anyone to get into besides scaring the hose or is that going to be your honorable mention? Nope. Uh, I didn't, I really didn't even want to do that. Uh, but it kind of, it didn't really slip it. Cause I, I like the 10 that I ended up going with, but I think it could have, could have carved out a spot, but yeah, I mean, I, I like to make this 10 exclusive. You're on the 10, you, you, you made it in life. So that's fair i'm <laughs> yeah. on like i gotta show love to everybody that yeah. put out good music this year <laughs> that you know in another month could have made my top 10 so i gotta give them some love let's talk about some of these um first i'm not gonna say the whole name of the project eve tumor crazy project so different so unique um one that i feel like i don't hear anybody talking about like in real life, you know, I've seen people talk about the internet and stuff, but it's a good project. Very interesting. Um, the patience by Mick Jenkins, crazy short project, but he really delivered F 65 by IDK. Great. And then you pray for me by West side gun. Of course you gave that some love and it is not much for me. Uh, I gave Danny Brown some love with scaring the hose, but also Quaranta, his solo project. Mm-hmm. Amazing man. I could probably go on. I'll just do a couple more real quick. Desire, I Want to Turn Into You by Caroline Polacek. That was crazy. Sort of pop album. Really cool. Um, Gumbo by Young Nudie. Ooh, Ooh, yeah. Early in the year, I was loving this one. Uh, If we, you know, do this in a different month, but I'm feeling it, could have been in my top 10. It it could have been, you know, in that 8 to 10 range. I love that one. And I'll close it with some love for Let's Start Here by Lil Yachty. I gave it some love when you were talking about it, but it would be an honorable mention on my list as well. Yeah. And I, this is, we love, I love doing the top 10 albums. You know, we drop the little, little hints each, each month or each, each time we hear a project that that's got that potential. Um, so, I mean, this is probably like, probably my favorite episode, honestly, like hearing yours, um, going through mine, building my list. And it's one that, you know, we, we had, I, we discussed it a little bit last night, like even like re-ranking these in a few years will be so cool. Um, Cause you know, like you said, in a month, a month from now, the young nudie, or I mean, at the beginning of the year, the young nudie would have definitely been in your 10. So it's just all vibes, um, you know, and it, it's just, this is like what this is about. Uh, I feel like, you know, doing this podcast is just chopping it up over the year. Um, that's like, I feel like years is definitely my favorite way to talk about music, you know, we, 2018 is a huge year 2016 stuff like that so um i mean yeah I, I just love this shit so i love it too it is my favorite episode of the year i love you know when we talk non-music and stuff that's fun too but the album of the year is like i said earlier you know people talk about like in terms of like nba championship this is what we play for this is what we play for you know we listen to this music all year with this in mind and getting to this episode it's so fun it's great to talk about great to hear um you know your thoughts and I, I love giving mine too as well. Hopefully some of you guys found a new album. If you haven't heard these, I would you know strongly recommend all 20 that we talked about. 30 if you count my yeah, honorable yeah. mentions. But <laughs> uh, I could go on and on. I just got to show love to these albums that I love that have, you know, made it a good year. We've always talked about, you know, it's not as good. I think it was a solid year. I think we've talked about a lot of good albums. There's a lot of quality out there. Um, you know, sometimes there haven't been as, many like of the big superstars in rap putting out but i think it's been a very very solid year and i think rap's in a great place right now i saw a video on tiktok where people are like oh it's like the worst it's ever been strongly disagree there i think you know in the mainstream maybe it's a little bit slow but in the underground 
and these emerging artists oh they're they're doing their thing a lot of cool stuff happening if you're looking in the right places so hopefully we're one of those places you can come to and hey find something new so um yeah i, I think we could just end real quickly let's talk about the releases you know coming out this week to wrap the episode up unfortunately obviously this isn't going to change anything that's already happened but hey um hopefully we get some good bodies of work these past or these last couple weeks of the year starting off let's talk about the projects coming this week we got kanye west and ty dollar sign potentially i mean who knows on that you never know uh we got boss asap 12e brent Fias with his larger than life chopped and screwed version gucci man and bg currency and trauma tone big baby gucci and valet and topside um yeah, we'll see what happens here. Hopefully these are, you know, solid projects and, you know, we'll talk about it in future episode. Um, also this week, we got singles coming from Lil Dicky, DC, the Don black Beyonce, five year foreign, Megan, the Sion and Renee rap hit boy and Benny, the butcher bad, bad, not good with West side gun and Conway, the machine logic featuring Conway, the machine and riff raff and more, you know, it's going to be a good week. Um, we are recording this on Thursday, so we have not heard the music yet, but excited to get into this is you know pretty strong group of releases especially if kanye drops of course um you know we'll, we'll see how it goes yeah uh, i mean we we won't have too many thoughts that we typically do so uh i think that about wraps it up and like this is like i kind of or well it's not our last episode of the year but it's kind of like the end of the year reflection you know we're gonna have another banger uh to close out the year our our christmas we're gonna do a christmas song draft what's the last when will that release on on christmas actually yeah so so perfect you're hearing this on the 18th so this is kind of like our end of the year reflection um so i mean just shout out y'all for another great year obviously we'll maybe get into it a little bit more when that episode drops but um i mean thank you guys for for sticking it out and i mean i hope you guys heard these albums throughout the year and now you're kind of seeing our list compiled so Yep. Hopefully you guys enjoyed today's episode, the Christmas episode. That'll be a fun one, you know, wholesome <laughs> vibes. Uh, it'll be fun to just talk about these Christmas songs. We'll even put it in a playlist for you guys. So it'll be the songs we draft plus, you know, maybe a couple more depending on what's left undrafted. So we'll be back with that next Monday and Hey, it'll drop on Christmas. So if you run an ox at the family function, you need some music. We got you covered. Don't worry. Um, going to be a fun one. And then to start the new year, we're going to have our awards. So 2023 MVP, most improved comeback song player of the, of the year. year, song of the year, all that kind of stuff. We'll get into that on the first episode of 2024. Crazy to say it's 2024, but we'll get into that as well as, you know, some more of our songs of the year and stuff like that. Cause we didn't really do a whole episode about that. Like we did last year. We will have that coming. So stay tuned for that. Let us know in the comments what your album of the year was. And we'll see you guys next Monday for the Christmas songs draft. Have a great week guys. Peace.